1: Welcome to Vent Time with Connie Podcast. I'm your host, Connie. Welcome. How you guys doing? Hi everyone. How you guys liking the episode so far? I hope you're enjoying this new change. This new Connie. Well, I mean I've always been the same anyway, just now that I'm fully being myself. And um I can probably say I am not ashamed of the gospel okay all right guys welcome if you are new to this podcast welcome please check out other episodes we have tons of episodes for you to check out and they are all interesting trust me and please subscribe where you are listening to right now make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and we are also on YouTube so please make sure you subscribe us subscribe to us on YouTube hopefully I can start being active on YouTube but we'll see how that goes well welcome back ogs thank you so much for your continued support i love you guys so much and i also love the newcomers too i love you too i hope you can stick around more and um, become official member of ventas okay all right guys um if you are a woman are you interested in growing in your work with christ and you like to learn the bible study the bible we are actually have um we have extension of this podcast called vent to god bible study just for women if you're interested please send us email venti with connie so we can have you so we can have you join us and we do this um biweekly on mondays at 6:30 p.m central time and we do it via zoom so it's a private section via zoom um it's not recorded nothing at all like that it's just a safe place for you to learn about the bible learn about god and ask questions talk about whatever that you like to talk about so we can all learn from each other yeah i would highly encourage you to join us also, if you are listening to me and you would love to share your testimony, basically what God has done for you in your life in saving your soul, uh, which is bringing you to Christ, bringing you to, you know, to be a child of God, you know, bringing you to live a Christian life, bringing you to whatever it might be, you know, you know, maybe healing you from something that you've been trusting God for for a long time or just answered prayer whatever it, it might be um testimony could be waking up you know whatever it might be that you'd like to share with us that would be um encouraging to others listening please send us email advent with Connie at Yahoo.com. and also guys our contact information is always on the description of every episode so just in case if you don't know how what the email is just click on the description of this episode that you're listening to now and they will have all our information okay so um welcome to this episode um it's going to be titled the fear of the lord and um this is also part of the morning devotion that i started before i took a break so i'm continuing that and um i would like for us to start um this new series, which is going to be money diversion um, based on book of Proverbs. So today, I'm starting the book of Proverbs chapter 1. So Proverbs is basically um, a book full of wisdom. You know, like life um, lessons that we can actually apply in our life. No matter whatever uh, phase you are in life, you would definitely need those wisdom in that book. So that's what we're going to be doing So. Once in a while, I'll be um, bringing episodes episode on that, like the morning devotion. they're always going to be around Proverbs. And uh, if anything changes, I'll let you guys know. But for now, we are going to be going through the book of Proverbs. So proverb chapter one is today. And um, if you're interested to get some wisdom and you want to see what we can learn from chapter one, please make sure you stick around and we'll be back right after this. Keep on listening okay ladies and gentlemen welcome back so as i said before we are going to be going through book of proverbs chapter one today so this is how we go this is not no bible study section this is just probably me sharing what i've learned from this chapter that i've read like i was doing before and then, um, you know, some principles that we can glean from there, from that, from this chapter. And you know, Prova, there's always something for you to learn. You always need it. Trust me. There's always something for you to learn. So that's what I'll be doing. Um, so um, I will start by reading the whole chapter first. And then I will highlight three verses that resonate with me that I believe we can learn from. So you can take your time and read the whole chapter. And I'm sure you can even learn more than what I've shared, what I will be sharing on this episode. But this is just one of the three verses. There's a lot that stood out. There's a lot that was so, you know, good in that chapter. Because that chapter is so rich. But I was like, I cannot spend the whole time talking about the chapter. So I'm just going to highlight... Three verses that stood out to me. So let's go ahead and read the full chapter and then I'll talk about those three verses. Okay, Proverbs chapter one, it says, The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction. To discern the sayings of understanding. To receive instruction in wise behavior. Righteousness, justice, and equity. To give prudence to the naive. To the youth, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase in learning, and a man of understanding will acquire wise counsel. To understand a proverb and a figure, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Verse eight, hear my son, your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Indeed, they are graceful to wrath to, to your head and ornaments about your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait for blood. Let us ambush the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them alive like sure. Even whole as those who go down to the pit, we will find all kinds of precious wealth. We will fill our houses with spoil. Throw in your lot with us. We shall all have one pursue. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your feet from their path, for their feet run to evil, and they hasten to shed blood. Indeed, it is useless to spread the, the baited net in the sight of any bird. But they lie in wait for their own blood. They ambush their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who gains by violence. It takes away the life of its possessors. Wisdom shouts in the street. She lifts her voice in the square. At the head of the noisy streets, she cries out. At the entrance of the gate, in the city, she utters her saying. How long, O oh naive ones, will you love being simple-minded? And scoffers delight themselves in scoffing. And fools hate knowledge. Turn to my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you, because I called you and you refused. I stretched out my hand and no one paid attention. And you neglected all my counsel and did not want my reproof. I will also laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your dread comes. When your dread comes like a storm and your calamity comes with a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you, they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They will not accept my counsel. They sprung all my reproof. So they shall eat of the fruit of their own and be satiated with their own devices. For the waywards of the naive will kill them, and the compliances of fools will destroy them. But he who listened to me shall live securely and will be at ease from the dread of evil. Amen. You see, that was such a very good um, chapter. But um, yeah, I'm going to go go ahead and share the three verses. So the first verse that stood out to me was verse 7. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, fools despise wisdom and instruction i mean you hear this verse repeated a lot by many people so i'm even turning to something else by saying the fear of a woman is the beginning of wisdom <laughs> i know that's funny but it's completely not true although we know women are complicated and you need a wise person to understand that Because we do not fully even understand ourselves either, right? But we are now God and we should never be the qualifier that determines who is wise or not. So with that being said, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So in that verse, you notice that it says the beginning of knowledge. It is now wisdom. It says knowledge. So let's start by defining these terms, okay? So knowledge here means knowing God wisdom is knowledge applied so there are so many people that know god um but their life or lifestyle or character does not show that they know god i don't know if you have met those type of people or maybe we are one of those people <laughs> Wait a minute, let's continue so that means that they basically have um they have like the head knowledge of god so verse seven says the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge how do, you, how do you know you are beginning to know God by fearing him? Knowing that he's God and you are not. That's even number one. What does fear mean in this um, verse? It basically means reverence, which is deep respect, utmost respect, honor for God, right? That's, you know, to take it much further, that's putting God in high esteem above everything else in your life including yourself. So what does that look like when someone fears the Lord? I will give three examples. Number one could be when you see a hot-looking lady or a man that is married to someone else, you are not going to date him or try to seduce him or her. You will say to yourself, no, because I fear the Lord, I must honor God with my behavior towards this married man or woman. Another example could be You are tempted to beat the living life out of your wife or husband because women do this too. Even if it's a small slap, maybe because they say something or did something that really, really upset you, you know, and you want to just do this to them. But you would say to yourself, no, I cannot do this because I fear the Lord and I must honor God with the way I treat my spouse. Another example could be someone is pointing out your shortcomings. You know they are absolutely correct. You need correction, but your pride is getting in the way, making you want to use reverse psychology on them or manipulating the person to start apologizing to you. I don't know if you have met those type of people where you know they did something wrong and you're telling them, but by by the end of the conversation, you find yourself apologizing and you'll be confused. Yeah, those people, they can manipulate you emotionally or even make you start feeling sorry, even corrected them. So if you're that kind of person and your pride is making you do this to people that are trying to correct you, you will say to yourself, no, I will not be prideful in this situation because I fear the Lord and I want to honor him with my reaction or response towards correction. So the end of the verse reads, fools despise wisdom and instruction. I'm still talking about verse 7. The end of it says, Fools despise wisdom and instruction. We do not want to be a fool, so we should learn to accept wisdom and instruction, like accepting what is revealed in the scriptures and apply these principles in our life. I love what Job 28 says. Let me go ahead and read that for us. Verse 28. I love what it says. It says, And to man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. You see? And to the man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. So that's where I'll end for verse 7. So the next verse that stood out to me is verse 10. So let me go ahead and read that again just to refresh our mind on what verse 10 says. Hold on. Proverb 1 verse 10 it says my son if sinners entice you do not consent so if you are in college let's say you're a freshman in college like Niger people will call them jam bites right so if you are part of this set this group of people that i just mentioned um you're probably in university right and you are getting a lot of pressure from your peers to party a lot all the time smoke or even get drunk maybe you are saying no but at this moment you are feeling left out and desperately want to belong so you want to you know maybe say yes so to, to those things so that you feel like you're part of the crew right well Proverbs chapter one verse 10 is telling you do not consent or give in to that pressure to commit sin okay you know why you should not consent because it is not good for you following that sinful path will lead you nothing but to destruction it would destroy your life so let's read verse 17 to 18, 19 the same proverb chapter one but we're gonna read verse 17 to 19 it says indeed it is useless to spread the baited net in the sight of any bird but they lie in wait for their own blood They ambush their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who gains by violence. It takes away the life of its possessors. So we don't really want to be that kind of people. We don't want to lead ourselves to our our own destruction. We don't want that either. So this reminds me also of a, a story of a man that, that was killed by his mistress. Um, I don't know when you guys will get to listen to this episode because I recorded this ahead of time, but there's this story going around the... going that's in the news. Um, It's all over social media, right? It's about a 50-year-old man. I mean, recently, in turn, 50-year-old man that was killed by his side chick, right? And this happened, of course, back in Nigeria. So he... And this is how he died he he was he was supposed to celebrate his birthday on june 17 or something of this year 2021 but um he decided to spend some of his uh, maybe pre-birthday celebration with his side chick and he actually booked this a b for her for both of them to have a good time and that's where the girl killed him so his family, he's already married. This man is already married with kids. His family, after some time that he's supposed to come home, the, the wife started getting worried. It was like, what's going on? Because they are, they are planning like a surprise party for him for his 50th birthday that was coming up. But he haven't, he haven't come home yet the time that he's supposed to come home. So the wife started getting worried. So she had to, you know, make some calls to the police. I was like, oh, we need to find my husband. Then they ended up finding him in that Airbnb on the day of his birthday, 17th of June. By that time, the girl had already stabbed him so many times and killed him. I don't know how long he'd been dead before they found him, but the day, the time they found him or the day they found him, he was already dead. And that was so sad. And they have already caught the side chick now, but she they interviewed her. She seems like an innocent girl because she was so young. She's like 21. And yeah, she confessed, she flat out said that she killed the guy. And after killing the guy, she actually withdrew some money from his account, which was so cold-blooded and there's no remorse in her face either. I mean, she looked innocent, but she looked like, you know, I don't know. It was just so crazy. I was like, what is going on in this world, you know? So we need to be very careful because I know this man that passed away now, because there's a video, CT camera, CTV camera that showed um, a video that was going around of the guy having fun with the girl before he was killed. And and when I was looking at the video, I was like, I'm sure this man didn't even know that this small girl will kill him. I mean, he's a billionaire. He has money. He's probably was pressured. He was thinking that, oh, because if I have this certain amount of money. I'm supposed to not just only have a wife. I'm supposed to have different side chicks, right? So he thinks that's the lifestyle of a billionaire, which most people do actually. He he give into pressure and he think for him to you know, to sustain his life, he have to have different type of girlfriends apart from his wife and his children, which was so sad and that led to his destruction that led to his demise and that's why we need to be very careful with these things. You shouldn't even get into it, no matter how the society is telling you or the friends around you is telling you. Oh my gosh, how can you have this money? Or how can you be this person? Are you don't even have any side chick? Are you telling me you only with one woman your rest of your life? How boring is that? You know, don't let that pressure get you into. Don't let the peer pressure get you into um, committing sin, going to that path that will lead to your own destruction. No, if anybody have told this man this is how he would have died he wouldn't have believed it he probably thought after having fun with his girlfriend he would fly back to um his where his wife and kids live which was um in another state and go celebrate his birthday with his wife his 50th birthday with his wife and his children and nothing, nobody would know anything. His life is still good. He'll still be enjoying life after probably after that time spending with his family. He will fly back to another place to spend time with his side chicks or do whatever he he usually do. So he didn't think that was going to be the last day of his life, but it was. So we can learn a lot from that. And please, make sure that you stick to God. You stick with Christ, man. Anything else outside of Christ is not worth it. So let's continue. The next verse that stood out to me was verse 22. Let's go to it. Verse 22 reads, How long, O naive ones, will you love being simple-minded? And scoffers delight themselves in scoffing, and fools hate knowledge. Oh my gosh. That one was so powerful. In this verse and other um, verse, verse that we have read so far, wisdom is literally knocking at our door, basically and God wants to make himself known to us and also help us apply that knowledge that knowledge through his holy spirit through through his spirit you know that he pours out on us if you're one of many that likes to describe your christian work using past tense for instance you like to say when i first got saved or born again oh my gosh i used to pray all the time Spend time in the word, like reading the word of God, the Bible. I, I was so sensitive to the Holy Spirit and so many other stuff that you would describe yourself doing in the past. And now in the present, you're no longer interested in the things of God. When someone tries to preach to you about God, you shut them down by saying, I already know I have read the Bible plenty of time. You don't even need to preach to me. You just shut them down because you don't want to Confront your, uh, confront the sin in your life, or you don't want God to, you know, basically, this, you know, reprove you. You don't want to listen to the instruction from God, so you would just shut them down. Another example could be someone that would be, that someone that is comfortable dedicating only one day out of the whole week to spend time with God, and this usually happens only on Sundays when they go to church, and the rest of the week. They live their life like they belong to the world. And the word that I'm talking about here is W-O-R-L-D. But likes to also claim that I am a Christian. I do not have to be praying all the time. I don't have to keep talking about God all the time. and I don't need to be reading the Bible all the time. But you know in your heart that you are using those things as a cop-out. Basically as an excuse so that you won't do those things. This verse 22 is speaking to all of us. It's speaking to all of us that might feel like you are drifting away from God. God is telling us today, through King Solomon, that we should... Let's read verse 23. Turn to my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you, because I called and you refused. I stretched out my hand, and no one paid attention and you neglected all my counsel and did not want my reproof i will also laugh at your calamity i will mock when your dread comes when your dread comes like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind when distress and anguish come upon you then they will call on us call on me but i will not answer they will seek me diligently but they will not find me, because they hated knowledge and do, and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would not accept my counsel. They sprung all my reproof. So they shall eat of the fruit of their own, on, of their own way, and be satiated with their own devices. For the waywardness of the naive will kill them, and the complaints of fools will destroy them but he who listened to me shall live securely and will be at ease from the dread of evil. So um, I would like to end by praying that everyone listening to me right now will have a heart of flesh that is a heart that is receptive to the word of God and shall find rest and peace in the most high because that's where life lies. Because that where, that's where internal life lies okay so thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode if you do make sure you come back for more because i'll be giving it hot hot every week remember we release new episode every tuesday at 3 p.m central time i love you guys so much and god loves you bye bye
0: Remain
1: blessed.